sometimes we forget the small things when we're looking at, well, man, well, why didn't But God is answering. God does answer. And there's a work that's going on. God's working. We just have to be patient to let Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in front of King Nebuchadnezzar. 
And King Nebuchadnezzar is, has pulled them off the line. These men are leaders. These men are, uh, are supposed to go along with what King Nebuchadnezzar says. And verse number 16, verse number 17, King Nebuchadnezzar wants to know why they're not bowing. And verse number 17, a very strong statement these men make. If it be so, our God, whom we shall, who we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So as we look at this tonight, in verse, uh, they make a statement here in verse number 17 to the king. I, we're not going to bow to this idol. It's not going to happen, King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, and what a strong stand against uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. But in verse number 18, uh, they make a statement. Uh, that I find to be very interesting. Uh, verse 18, chapter 3, and he says, uh, these men say, uh, whoever the spokesman was, whoever, whether, whether it was Shadrach, Meshach, or Renigo, they all said it, I'm not sure, but verse 18, but if not, if God's, verse 17, if God will deliver us, God's going to deliver us, verse 18, but if not, if God doesn't deliver us, be it known unto thee, let you know, hey, hey, king, if God delivers us, but but just if he doesn't deliver us, let it be known that we will not serve thy gods, and we will not, wor not worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So here they are, they're standing before the king, Nebuchadnezzar, and they make this statement, let it be known that if God doesn't save us from the fire, let it be known, we will not serve your God. And we will not worship your God. So these men, and I, I have three simple, three, three simple thoughts for you tonight. Why they didn't burn. Why, why didn't Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego burn in the fire? After this takes place, Nebuchadnezzar gets mad. He gets ticked off. He says, light the fire up seven times hot. So they sock it up, make it hotter and hotter and hotter, and they go to throw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire, and they throw them into the fire, and what happens? They survive the fire. They don't die in the fire. Why didn't they die? Why didn't they die? I'll give you three thoughts. One is because of their simple belief in God. You say, what do you mean? In verse number 17, he said, if it be so. If it, if it be so. Verse 18, let it be known. We won't serve your God. We will not worship your God. Look at verse number 28. The Bible says, then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who the angel hath sent his, uh, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him. Why do I believe that these three men did not burn? It was simply because of their belief in God. They weren't going to burn because they believed that God would protect them. 
Do you know that throughout history we have seen that people of God have been killed? People of God have been martyred for the cause of Christ. There, there have been stories that uh, there were kings and, and wicked men that they said that they would uh, take Christians and roll them in tar and then feather them and light them on fire so that it would be a candlestick for his, for his garden in the evenings. There have been times when Christians were hung. There have been times Christians were beheaded. There were times Christians were, were uh, all kinds of different things. John uh, was on the Isle of Patmos. And, and just on and on and on and on and on. These men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, in the face of, of the fire, in the face of being thrown in the fiery furnace, they just simply believed that God would protect them. They didn't know how that God would protect them. They didn't know necessarily that God would protect them. You go back, and even in the same book, Daniel, when Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, God shut the mouth of the lion. But it was because, simply because of his belief in God. See, God will help us through the fires that we go through, the trials that we go through, the difficulties that we go through, the temptations that we go through, if we will just simply just believe and trust in Him. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know how it's going to come out on the other side, but I just simply need to trust Him. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided that they were going to trust God whatever came about the situation. If they were going to die in the fire, that's fine. If they were going to live through the fire, that's fine too. But let it be known, we will not serve your God. And we will not worship your God. There are compromises we make too many times to please people. And we shouldn't be worried about pleasing man. Because they could have said, oh, sure, sure, why not? We'll worship him. Ah, we'll, we'll bow down. Everyone else was bowing down. Everyone else was kneeling the knee to the to the governor, to the king. That's what it was about. Control. But he said, no. They said, we will serve God. But we're not bowing down. It was a, a principle thing. And as a Christian, we need to have some principles. And believing God ought to be the number one principle. If it violates you believing in God, then it violates the principle, the principle that is in your life. They said, we will not, we will not serve your God. We will not worship your God. Number one, why? Is because they simply believed. But then number two is why they didn't burn was because of those that looked on. I believe one of the reasons why is because God wanted to prove to Shadrach, uh, not to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but to prove to King Nebuchadnezzar and to prove to those that were around that God would heal, God would protect him, God would hit, uh, bring them through that fire. Go down to verse number 25. Here they are. They've thrown them into the midst of the fire. They've had their coats in verse 21, their hats and their coats and their garments and they tied him up and they threw him into the fire, verse number 25. And he answered and said, Nebuchadnezzar is trying to figure out what's going on because he saw something. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. King Nebuchadnezzar was trying to figure out why in the world there was four of them. 
Wait a minute, guys. Come here, come here, come here. How many men did we throw in that fire? We threw four. No, we didn't throw four. We threw three. Why are there four running around in there? And, don't even, and they're not even hurting at all. God wanted to show King Nebuchadnezzar that he would protect them, that he was God. There's times in our life when God simply needs to just prove to the world that he can and he will and he'll answer your prayer. Now, you have, uh, we get, uh, I love those testimonies tonight about answering prayer. That's God proving that he is. Amen. Now this world, I, I, a couple weeks ago I met with the, uh, an atheist wanted to meet with me and, and, and that's fine but ultimately God proves himself over and over and over again. Proving that he is. What is answered prayer? Proving that God is. You, you stand there and tell God answered and healed your cancer. You know, that's, that is answered prayer. That is God working in a special way. And God answered prayer last week when we had someone get saved. God answered prayer. God answers your prayer. He's answering that he is. That he is. But simply so they could see. Verse number 27. Watch what takes place in verse number 27. And the princes, governors and captains and the king's counselors began being gathered together saw these men. Come on. What did they see? They saw these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power. Come on. Nor was a hair of their head singed. Neither were their coats changed. Nor the smell of fire had passed on them. The captains and the princes and the governors and the king's counselors all saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. My thing, my, my, my thing to anybody, when someone gets saved and you've seen God bring them out, prove to me that God ain't real. Right here. This is proof. Who's God? Who's God? Hey, get those men out of the fire where they didn't even smell like fire. Their coach wasn't even singed and their hair didn't even burn. And the ropes were gone and they didn't even smell like smoke. Who protected them? God protected them. The fourth man protected them. Look, God did that so they could see what was going on. There are times when we face the fiery trials of our life and so that others may see God working in you. Everybody in this room, you come from different backgrounds. You come from different situations. But God brought you out and saved you so that you can help someone else. Take your story Take how God saved you. Take what God's done in your life and help somebody else. These men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were able to help the king and the princes and the counselors and the king's counselors and all those men standing around because they saw God work. Bring them out of the fire. Why did, why did God do that? Why did they not burn? Because he wanted to show them that are around that God can say, why did God do it? Is number three. For you. For you. You say, me? I don't know. How many years, how many thousands of years ago this happened? 
But I believe partially in part that this is for me. You say, why? It's so that I can read my Bible and I can look at the stories. There is no way that they walk out of that fire without the hand of God. Amen. None. Amen. And I need to be able to see that. I need to be able to see that. Because on my lowest days, on my dark day, when I don't feel like things are going the right way, when I don't feel, uh, when I don't feel like everything's right, look, I can go back and I can look at my scripture and I can look at this story and see how God worked in a tremendous way, in a miraculous way for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He is the Lord thy God. He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I still serve the same God that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego serve. He is still, that power is still available today to take me through the fire and trial, to take me through the, 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 the heat of the furnace. I, and that is still available for me. Amen. Amen. So that I can repent. God stood against it. We stand against. We can stand against the wiles of the devil. We can stand against the things of the Lord, uh, of the devil, of the world. Yeah, they trusted in God and he protected verse number 29. Not only did God protect them in the fire, but in verse number 29, he protected them after the fire. Verse 29, the Bible says, Therefore I make a decree that every, that every people, nation, Language would speak anything amiss against God. <laughs> against the God. Huh? Amen. The God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut into pieces. <laughs> and their houses shall be made a dunghill. Because there is no other God that can deliver after this soul. What took place after? See, God protected them in the fire and didn't let them get burned up, didn't let their hair smell or their hair get singed or their coat get burned. He didn't allow any of that to happen. He protected them so you and I can look back and say, wow, look how God protected them in the fire. But now that they came out of the fire, God still protected them. And he said, hey, King Nebuchadnezzar, make this decree that there ain't but one God and he is the God. And don't you mess with him. And don't you say nothing about God. Because if you do, we'll cut you in a bunch of pieces and make a dunghill out of you. I mean, what seriousness is that? That God protected them in the fire, out of the fire, after the fire. Hmm. Verse 30. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God protected them in it. He protected them out of it. And for the future, he protected them. See, this story is for me. This is not a fairy tale. This is not a, a Disney movie. This is the truth. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got thrown in the fire. Light the fire up, boys. And burn them. Their, their ropes up. But it didn't burn their skin. That's right. And it didn't singe their hair. It wouldn't have, I wouldn't have any problems with hair. It didn't singe their hair. 
And they came out on the other side, and God protected them in. See, the fiery trials that we will face, God can protect us in it. If we'll believe it. Trust it. It wasn't easy. What would my response be? Okay, Trent, you either deny it, or you get thrown in a big fire. What happened to Simon Peter when he got faced with that same decision? He denied it. What would my decision be? Oh, throw me in that big fire. Because they knew when they said no, they, they knew what was going to happen. Why did it happen? I believe three reasons. One was for because they believed. Number two is those around King Nebuchadnezzar and all, they could see that God was real. And then number three, I believe, is for me and you so that we can look at our Bible and write that story. I can go through things and God can see me through and God can protect me in it. He can protect me out of it and He can protect my future. I don't know what old story we've heard many times before. Thank you for it. 